0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Drinks and Dice. We're a small group of friends and family who have been playing Dungeons & Dragons together via Zoom for a few years, and have recently decided to start recording and broadcasting our play sessions. The intent behind the broadcasts are to help our players remember what happened and catch up on content they might have missed, as well as provide entertainment for all of our children. If you're not one of the members of Drinks and Dice or their children, then you're still welcome, and I hope you enjoy listening along with our adventures. I should note a small disclaimer, audio issues continue to plague our group, and we're working to get better and better each week. So if you're enjoying the story, hang in there. Audio quality will improve over time. With all that said, let's jump right into this week's adventure on Drinks and Dice. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to find yourself in the middle of a combat scenario with our party already having been established. The reason that is, is we started recording after episode 3, so this is episode 4, and the heroes begin the play session in the middle of a combat scenario that ended at the end of episode 3. At some point we'll probably go back and do a recap to introduce the characters to you and give you a complete picture of the story, but for now we're going to jump right in and continue our adventure. There are some audio quality issues that occur as people are learning how to record themselves as we play and people take care of those things and audio will improve over time. These sessions were designed to be listened to by the party themselves so that no one misses anything or if someone has to duck out early they can go back and listen to our recordings. They weren't really designed to be consumed by an external audience, but here we are, publishing in podcast format. If you find yourself enjoying them, we'd love to hear from you and know that you are enjoying listening to us play. Thanks very much, and on to the act.
1: Remember this party, bye. <laughs> right.
2: we
3: are yeah, ready. it'll be
1: fine.
3: I say if we die, we just reboot from the beginning. Try it again. <laughs> That's
4: great. Same character. I
0: gotta
4: take my hair down. Look cute. Just, well, <laughs> so just audio. Or just audio? Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait.
2: <laughs>
1: Your voice is pretty though. <laughs> you sound cute. You <laughs> sound cuter. I yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay.
0: If we want in the future, I can. I have uh, in a couple clicks. I can live stream and record us as well if we ever want to do. That. Um. Okay, so uh, 24 to hit. I assume that hits. Yes. All right. So you will take. Uh,
4: please be one, please be one, please be one.
0: 15 points bludgeoning damage. I am out. I okay. am. Wait, what?
5: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How much do you have to be above for instant death?
2: Oh, no.
0: It's double your your total hit points. Oh no. Okay. Oh. All right. So, if she had 8 total hit points, if she had 7 total hit points, she would be dead. But she, only had, she
4: Available had, or my max? No,
0: no, your max. Max, max. max. Okay. It
4: has
5: to kill you and then be plus that.
4: Okay, all right.
5: I thought it was one.
4: I had four, and I worried. So fifteen is like almost four times that.
0: Yeah, but that's that's fine because you're not. It's not double your total. Okay, your max. Uh, next attack like a is <laughs> a <laughs> twenty-three to hit on you, uh, Luth. A 23, that hits. Yep. That's gonna be a butt ton. Um, uh, 16 points of death. Wow.
5: Really close. I'm down.
0: Unconscious, okay. <clears throat> so I'm gonna mark the two of you as unconscious. I'm gonna put a little uh, orange dot. Ow. All right. I am not a barbarian. Atta. I cannot play
5: like a barbarian.
3: Oh, guys, I feel a lot of pressure. OK, I'm going to run.
0: One, put that in your own. Eight,
3: four, five, six, towards Arnor, Onor, which is this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to yeah. sort of like fall to my knees <laughs> and say, wait, stop. No, please. We surrender. <laughs> Please stop hurting my friends. Please, why are you doing this? Like, we'll take the ship, do what you want to. Just stop, stop your machines.
0: So a truce, a truce is what you ask for. A truce,
3: exactly.
0: Make a um, persuasion check now, since it's well past the time that he has offered this.
3: Nice. 11. You have failed us. I have a plus five. The dice failed us. (laughs)
0: Level one challenge. (laughs) Uh, He's gonna say, it's a bit late for a truce, don't you think? I believe I can spare some lives, but it's a bit late for you to be on the same side. And you can see, like, his eyes gonna go like this in the computers and he's like, we'll just have to place you in holding for a while. Seems like there's plenty of space here we could use. Um, And that will end what he says. I guess we'll continue through the initiative order if anyone has any other actions they'd like to take, but he says he's going to place you in holding.
1: Oh
0: an wait, it... huh? Who's he speaking to, Ada or... Ada. Yeah. Oh, he's she...
1: replying to Ada. She's out of initiative order.
0: No, no, she's in. We'll continue on initiative order, and then on owner's turn, he can take his action.
1: Oh god. What's what's the health level of this? Especially this wicked evil robot in the bottom?
0: Pretty juiced up. Okay. He, he, he did some damage, but he's... <laughs> Sorry, my mom came in. She for
1: my laundry
0: okay.
3: very briefly. So, so, we're going in initiative order, so I can't do anything else, right? Because I used my right. turn.
0: What would know. you want to do? But I don't think...
3: Say, I would say...
0: Sure. <laughs> All right. Just stop hitting us. <laughs> yep. And then glowing.
1: Um I thought I knew what I was gonna do, but I think I have to change it. Um is there water around
0: that I could use to put out this fire? Uh, There would be water in the pens with the animals.
3: Help with this in due course.
1: Well, how about the empty pens over there? Could I run over, grab water, and splash it on this fire?
0: Uh, The fire is pretty big. It's not going to be like a bucket of water is going to put it out. It's now a a ring of fire. Okay.
1: So I have... Jurassic... I have a spell, but, but I don't want to use it unless I think that it would actually work. You know, like, would I know how to use the spell? Create water? Ten gallons falling as rain in a
0: 30-foot cube,
1: extinguishing exposed flames in the
0: area. Mm-hmm. That would work to put out the one of uh. the two fires.
1: Okay, I will cast that on this fire that's near the animals.
0: Okay. So you cast that, the fire dissipates. Part of the ship is no longer burning.
1: What's Tahaku doing? Is he healthy?
0: Uh, He took some hits, but he is still standing.
1: I will just use a bonus action to look at Orner and just... I ask him like repeat what Ada said. Please stop attacking. We will we will cooperate. Okay.
0: That's it.
6: Dolomite.
7: Well, let me use my movement to go right behind Ada. Um, leaving the room backwards, kind of thing.
5: Jackson, let's come back to these two. Come with me. And
7: then to the door. Um, I'm gonna save my action and just save there behind that.
0: You're gonna use your action to do what? I'm sorry, you were muffled.
7: I'm just gonna save my action. Just, just hold on to
0: it. Just wait. So. Um, you can hold your action, but you have to tell me what you're holding. So what trigger are you waiting for and what is it going to be?
7: If he, if owner comes to me, I want to do magic stone, like approaching us aggressively, and aim at his goggles.
0: If he walks towards you, you would like to throw a stone at his face.
7: If like, he like, approaches me and at it aggressively, like to attack him or something.
0: You're not able to use roll 20 so you need me to move you right
7: yeah i can see it but i can't manipulate
0: it so you're right up behind Ada. okay and you're holding your action for if onar makes an aggressive movement got it lord saxon so
2: saxon sees his friends well sees these random people go down uh, and double might run out and he swiftly runs out and for for an older gentleman. He moves with quite the speed, taking the dash action. In fact, if anyone was actually watching, they'd be quite surprised how fast he appeared to be. Um, And he runs down and is quite surprised to see this guy, who I last saw sick at dinner the night before. And, um, surprised look at his face. Oh, I see, Uh, my um, most uh, unscrupulous known friend. You uh, seem to have some sort of mechanized robot running amok in the lower hold. This has been a most satisfactory demonstration of your potent abilities, but certainly this meaningless bloodshed is below out of our station lot. I trust we can come to some sort of arrangement that can advance for very noble purposes, if we could but cease the violence and discuss this further as well.
0: Okay. That sounded to me like a persuasion check. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: Oh, 24.
0: 24? That's not an 11. (laughs) So, um, you see him kind of like stand a little bit taller, like kind of proud that you would acknowledge his awesome display of power. That's right. That's right. It is an amazing display of power. It's about time somebody recognizes my talents. I am, in fact, more well known than people might think. They just don't know of my name yet, but they've seen my work. It's all over the place. All over the place, I tell you. I am in control of my own destiny, and I'm going to do great things, great things, and no one can stop me. Seems like you've finally come to your senses and realized that you are in the presence of great power. And, um, you'd like to join me on my noble quest.
2: Well, as they say, with great power comes great responsibility It only behooves us to understand your your quest further in order to make correct judgment on, on where we can be of service or if we can amicably part ways.
0: Hmm, part ways, part ways, no, no, that won't happen. I need people, I need people, I need help, I need I need an army. I am running a, 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 a organization and I, I need all the help I can get, I can't just let you go. You're on the ship, you'll go down with it or you'll uh, be a part of the greatness that is about to happen. It seems like the captain's out. I think I can take his job over very nicely. So, um, I think I'll be assuming that role, and anyone willing to follow me as on this ship, then, uh, you'll be free to do so. There might be some restrictions, of course, I hope you understand. I can't be letting you, you know, walk around fully armed, etc., but, you know, I might stop killing you for a little while.
2: Well, certainly. Maybe you could call off your, um, robust robot down in. Down back down there, and maybe we can, uh, get a, get a bite to eat and a drink of water and just discuss this as a jet.
0: Hmm, hmm. Yes, yes, perhaps, perhaps that might be good. Uh, we, uh, the ship seems to be going in, uh, the opposite direction of up, so maybe we need to assess this situation now anyway. So, uh, can... if you're willing to, you know, stand down a bit, I'll, uh, I'll have you lay down your arms and then we'll have uh, a discussion.
2: I imagine my companions wouldn't be willing to uh, work to salvage the vessel. Of course, we we certainly would rather see it land safely somewhere or another, or uh, just right here in the middle of the plains. Go down. What will that earn for any of us?
0: All right. Make one more persuasion check. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen. Very good, very good. And you see, so his eyes will flash again. um, And the giant robot in the back is actually going to scoop the two of you up in his arms. And he's going to lumber into the hallway. Um, And so he says, we do um, uh, have the misfortunate dilemma of this monstrosity here. This thing cannot be a part of whatever we're talking about. Uh, strip him down and put him in the his own little cage, and we'll deal with him later. Um, and so the robot kind of comes up and like sets down the two of you in the hallway and goes to grab for century. So
2: before, can I take some of that action before he does that?
0: He's that's what I mean. This is what's happening. So if you want to interject,
2: yeah. okay. So I would say yes. I have some experience in you know in my previous time at the manor. We had some. Um, Mechanized creatures to do some of the menial labor, of course. I, I have a little bit of a skill with these, and I step in kind of behind Sentry and I get out my little dagger and I kind of uh, I just whisper, Trust me. And I just kind of scratch on the back so he hears this like scratching sound of the dagger, and then um, he sees these sparks kind of shoot up from the back. So you just, it's in the neck here, you just disable in the neck, and I'm using press digitation. To make these sparks kind of come out the back, and then once you've once you've disabled the master override, it it, uh, it is disabled, and you can safely stow it for travel, what have you. And then I'm using press digitation to like um, blacken his eye sockets or whatever. If, if his eyes are, I'm not sure what your the front of your appearance is century, but
8: the I, okay, so. have, I I do have glowing yellow eyes, so that's good. So Century D1,
0: one, do you allow this to happen? As he I comes would. up behind you and says whispers, "Trust me," and he sticks a knife in your back. Well, <laughs> 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 the just Sparks the the enforcing folks character, uh, Jeremy
4: was trying to create.
8: <laughs> uh, yes, I would go along with it. Seeing okay, like I, the conversation happen and things start to de-escalate.
0: And I am going to allow Jeremy to roll a deception check. Sorry, Saxon. A deception check with a inspiration die for the well thought out <laughs> and well played uh, description of your event here. D six. Uh, whatever, yeah, the standard. Whatever your standard D6. inspiration D6. die would be level. So D six. Yeah, so sick the level five, right? Okay.
8: I'm going D6. to just. I'm gonna D6. go limp to help him, so he has advantage?
0: <laughs> sure.
2: It's yep. deception okay. is uh, 20, not natural.
0: 20 with advantage? That was without so, yeah.
2: advantage. So, yeah, it's still 20, not natural.
0: Huh. I guess that works.
2: Alright. <laughs> Finally, with pressing digitation, you hear this buzzing sound that's like zzzz, and then it
0: like fizzles down to nothing. All right, so he's gonna say, uh, he'll walk over actually, and you seem kind of bend down next to the two of these guys and do something like smelling salts to you two. Um, you don't fully regain consciousness yet, uh, Salis and um, and uh, Luth, uh, but your wounds stop. Uh, seeping blood and terribleness, and so you are stable. <laughs> you're stabilized, but you're still unconscious. Um,
4: and do anything with my my hit point table now just has a face with X's and marks for failure. And
0: so you don't have you have zero hit points, but you're stable. Um, so you don't have to make saving throw rolls. So once you get revived, you'll put a one or
6: uh,
0: I think. Just leave it alone for now. Okay. So then he's going to say... Let me find the right name. Estar, Kilbin. They're both alive, right? Uh... No, yeah. one died. Nope. died. boxer died.
1: Boxer
0: Estar, died. Kilbin. Make yourselves useful. Get up oh, here.
1: One's good, one's bad, right? That's what it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Um
1: Kilbin's good, Estar's bad.
0: Yes, we do. We saw him do things in opposite of what Onar wanted. Onar is calling them by name to come help him. <laughs>
6: uh, and but... it was
0: and it was Kilbin who was kind mm-hmm. of doing things that led you to believe he wasn't on the same team as... Uh, So he calls the two of them up, uh, and he's going to say, I assume we're out of initiative order. I assume no one else wants to act against what's happening now. That's the case. Okay.
1: Could I make a suggestion that um, like, I can pull out keys, which I assume I might have been given to the animal cages, and say, we have a few empty cages. If you want to store this robot in cage.
0: I think for now, what might be best is if we put all of you in one of these little cages here for a little while and see where things go. Great, uh, I'll
1: slip the keys back in my pocket and be like, great idea. Yeah, yeah. And then just sort of like be nonchalant.
0: <laughs> so he says, Esther and Kilbin, I need you to remove their weapons and load them into the cells. split them up into a couple of different groups. Looks like we got three or four empty cages here. So he's going to split you guys up. And he's going to remove all of your weapons from you. So if you are willingly surrendering, then you would willingly give everything up. If you have anything you would like to hide, you may tell me that you would like to hide something, and I will have you make a deception check against Esther and Kilbin's um, investigation.
3: I would like to hide Mr. Cuddles, and I personally feel that I ought to have advantage on that Deception check. It does not it is appear
0: that that is a weapon. I will give you advantage on a on a sleight of hand check to try and kind of hide him they away um, okay. while not they to... are searching for you. So
1: okay. they're not yeah. taking everything, just weapons.
0: They are currently removing anything that looks like it could be used as a weapon or lockpick, that... or obviously your keys, glowing.
8: Would that be a deception check or a sleight of hand check?
0: You may choose if you would.
3: Is mine? Get, mine is definitely a sleight of hand, or I can also choose.
0: If you're trying to physically hide it, or if you're trying to be like, "This is my teddy bear," that's the difference.
1: This is my teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> what? This. I'm, I'm trying to hide the keys.
3: I got a 19.
0: Well, you you held the keys out, and said you have them. That's not gonna go. They're gonna search you till they find the keys. To be fair, you got a what? Nineteen. Nineteen. I rolled an eighteen, so Exception. good job on keeping the teddy bear. So, uh, so you, uh, you have, have your, be your teddy
7: bear. bear. Oh, uh, yeah. Your what? My sling to throw for uh, rock.
0: Your sling. Okay. So go ahead. If you're if you're obviously that's a weapon. So sleight of hand to try and hide it.
7: a uh, 20.
0: 20. You are successful in hiding your sleep.
2: Uh, I would...
0: But you do not button. have your umbrella or your other... Go ahead, Saxon. So I would...
2: Uh, I had the dagger in my hand from working on sentry. I would say, I mean, if you require this little pocket knife, that would be fine. And then I'll just kind of hobble off, you know, or just w- stroll off with my cane.
0: That would be uh, deception.
2: Okay. Street, just regular.
0: Deception, yeah. Street.
2: Uh, it's not the best. Twelve.
0: Ooh, lost by one. So you'll hear and go. Ah, ah, ah. I'm sorry, Esther. I don't want anybody being struck over the head with that thing. I don't think he'd be walking much we'll give it back to you when you're walking about on the boat but we're going to need that cane, mister and so this Esther comes to take your cane
2: and I'll just kind of say in a red breath it's just courtesy to her noble gentleman
0: Kilvan walks over to you and takes you under his shoulder and helps you walk into the cell okay. and places you in the cell no, um, anyone else wanted to hide something? Obviously the two of you are unconscious, you can't have anything. So your staff, your weapons, um, are gone. And then Sentry, you're deactivated. Um, your sword's obviously removed from you, but they can't take any of your armor or anything like that away, because it's physically a part of you. Um, so they're gonna drag you into a cell. So, here's how you guys are gonna be split up. So, it'll be Saxon and Sentry together thought that if you turn back on, you'll be able to deactivate him again. He'll um, put Selyse in one cell with Ada and Glowen. I'll just physically move you guys there now. Uh, Glowen, Selyse, Entry. Forgive the grid, it doesn't quite align, so and down here with Dolomite and Luth in the bottom. Uh, Tahaku is placed in a cell as well. Um, As is he hasn't made it back down yet Um, but uh, Kaisar is also placed with Tahaku. They eventually put the fire out. Um, and they disappear above the deck. So, uh, the giant robot, um, is kind of standing in the...
6: Come
0: on. Yeah. He kind of stands here in the doorway. And everyone else is gone. The captain's remains were kind of pushed aside and just kind of left disposed on the floor. Um, in just a heap of what looks like parts. Um, so this transpires. Uh, we're no longer in initiative order. You guys have been you guys have been removed, your weapons have been removed with them. Um, the unconscious parties are still unconscious. They are stable but unconscious. So if there's anything you'd like to do with them to revive them, you can try and do that. Um, and you are currently locked in a cell on a boat. The fires have been put out fire and you still feel the boat slowly descending Uh, you also feel the boat um, has not changed it it, in the combat the boat kind of shifted directions it kind of was spinning and going a little crazy there was no one kind of steering but since then the boat has not switched directions so at some point the boat started moving in a direction and it has not turned What would you like to do
3: should we take it a cell at a time
0: you're close enough that if you speak uh, so so saxon and Sentry and the haku and um kaiser are on a different side so they can't talk to the other side so we can go like left side right side so if Ada a mm-hmm. dolomite side wants to wants to converse you guys can all hear each other. So.
1: Luth and Solis are unconscious?
0: Unconscious but stable.
1: Is there anything that can be done? Like, I, I would do some sort of medicine check to make sure or to see if I could help.
0: You can do a medicine check, but they are they're currently stabilized so the only thing a medicine like a healer's kit would do is stabilize them without, without having them take a rest or restore hit points that will not restore any hit points.
1: I would do it anyway. Sure.
3: What happens if I just shake her a little bit?
7: You take, like, um, my thieves' tools and all that? And stuff?
0: They would have taken your thieves' tools, yeah. Anything that looked like it was a... Weapon or you know, like they, they took everything but your armor, really. Like they let you wear your clothes, but they took they took as much as they could.
4: They they basically my, have nothing. They took my Smith tools,
3: right?
0: Mm-hmm. They would have taken your backpacks. Yep. Can I see out
3: the, outside of the cage into the hallway?
0: You can see into this hallway. They're open-bar cages, but you can't see past you can't see past into here because this is a solid wall.
3: Do I see anything out there that would help us get out of the cages, like keys or something metal that I
1: could pick up and pick with,
0: or? Make a reception check.
1: Would Sentry also Uh, have keys?
0: Probably not. They probably had one set of keys, and the captain probably had a set of keys. Quartermaster-ish, maybe. Four. Four. Uh, you don't see much out there. Um, yeah, nothing much at all out there that you can... Some straw, some food, some animal food.
3: Do I see any water?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, there'd be water in the pens for the animals that were in the pens. There's no water in your place.
3: Um, I'm, not sh- I'm guessing this is beyond the limit of shape water, but can I use shape water to like freeze and break the lock on our cage.
1: There's a whole bunch of water on the floor right in front of where Ada and I oh, are. Oh yeah.
3: It's
6: There's a fire. yeah.
0: So it's been about like 30 minutes to clean everything up, put you guys all in your cages and head up to the top. So that's That's your timeline you're dealing with. And you would like to do what? You'd like to freeze the lock? Let me look. Yeah, I screen. was
3: wondering whether I could like move enough of the water that's either in one of the cages or around into the lock and then freeze it to break the lock. <laughs> it says that I can't change the flow of water to cause damage, but I can freeze water as long as there are no creatures in it would expand.
0: Okay. Uh, I will have you roll for it to see if you're successfully able to get enough water in the lock and freeze it. So go ahead and do an um, arcana check. what is wrong with me? Twenty. Oh, the dice worked for you that time. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So I will say that you are able, to successfully able to um, put enough water into the lock onto the door that it would freeze and expand and allow the bolt to be um, lifted so you would be able to open the cage.
3: Okay. I also have to roll for a Well, which I
0: think is safe. For what? Oh, for yeah, and for search, search. Yeah. I think you're a four right now.
3: Yeah, I, I'll update it now. Um,
0: and I didn't. I didn't update your sheet. You're sorry about that. I didn't make it. A, I didn't fair. make it. A nice.
3: Um, so the lock burst open, and Selyse is still unconscious. So I'll sort of open it just a tiny bit, um, and turn back to Glowin and say, I, I've got the lock open if, if we need to get out. I don't know if there's anything we can do for Selyse here. I don't know anything about medicine.
1: She will be fine. She'll be fine. At least short rest all oh, this is going on. No one is in this hallway with us, right? Just this big guy at the end of the main
0: Yeah, he's at the end of the main hallway. He's not in the mini hallway. So he can't see you.
3: Should I check on the others or should we should we stay here in case they come back? I mean this at least means that we aren't trapped if we need to get out.
0: And Dolomite, you would see all this too. You have a giant, like, weird worm creature in between the two of you. You can still see this. One. <laughs> awesome. Um, um, so yeah,
7: the, I. I'm gonna look at the door while oh, this is happening. So,
0: you're gonna do, you're gonna do what? Look so, at the
7: door. Investigate the door while I'm at... while I'm this is going on.
0: Which door? The lower door, or the door to yourself?
7: You do door to my cell, you're kind of looking at the hinges and the way it's. Put together and see if I can manipulate
0: it. Mm. If, if only Luth was awake, he knows exactly how to manipulate these doors. He he was very successful um, at doing so uh, before. In fact, you are in the cage that had previously <laughs> had broken the door, and so the door is not as well made as um as the rest of the cage so and you know confession. you're an elephant so um it looks like it's hanging back on the hinge <laughs> um but it does not look as strong as the other doors okay
7: uh i look over the bed Know, go and say, hey ladies, what what's the plan what, what should we do
1: what is the plan did he say where we're going
0: he originally you said you're going to Abra the, the sorry the main city where did we think we were going not side. the opposite direction
1: Where, where do we think we're headed? You said we didn't change course.
0: The ship was all kinds of going crazy while the combat was happening and then eventually it really know and it started going in a direction but you're under, you're under the ship. You don't know where you're going. None of you took the feat that um, Liam did so you don't know which direction is yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, Well, I am going gonna... to Obra?
3: Isn't <clears throat> that where we just came from?
0: Sorry, you're going to... I have to pull my map. Odinberg. Odenberg. thank you.
1: Odenberg. So I think, I think it was Glowin who rolled. I can't remember if it was Glowin or Sentry who rolled and found out about Orner's goggles, and there seemed to be some connection between his goggles and the control of these mechanical things. But I'm just gonna clue at least these two people into that fact, and just say, we have got to remove those goggles so that he no longer has control over these mechanical beings.
7: No, they. I have my flume, they didn't get that, so I can always knock it off his face if I have a distraction.
3: I'm concerned okay. about, I'm worried about doing anything that might make him attack us again. So many of our friends I'd feel better about trying to do something to his goggles if we were all up and on our feet again:
1: Yeah, there really is nothing we can do to luth and Cellice like what is the end game there because like we don't have healing potions and I don't know if anybody has healing spells
0: They'll regain consciousness on a long rest
8: <clears throat> Not a short rest it has to be long mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because they can't roll hit dice on a short rest if they're unconscious.
3: Out of character, does re- really don't no one has I healing? I I the
0: rules, but I don't. I'll,
2: I'll look, Nick. What was the question?
3: Really, no one has healing spells in our whole party?
2: I, I have. I do, but I've burned both not. slots. Yeah. Okay. There
3: I is, didn't there bring is healing no spells. Healing,
0: and there is no healing cantrip in D&D 5e.
3: So Glowin can have healing spells, she just doesn't have them prepared today. Tomorrow. Got it. Okay. Just again,
1: two, uh, Yeah, I guess I, w- I would suggest we would lay low.
3: Yeah, lay low until we feel better.
4: Do we just automatically start long resting when we go unconscious? Because we can't say, I'm going to take a long rest. Seems
0: reasonable. reasonable to me. Okay.
3: I
4: didn't know how
0: that worked.
3: So, in six to eight hours, you'll wake up
1: out of here. Put a peaceful
0: look on your face and start snoring. <laughs>
7: you guys want to just rest and then...
0: Alright, so don't... we'll let you guys try and figure out what you want to do on one side and we'll go over to um, the other side of the hallway with uh, with uh, Lord Saxon and Sentry. And,
2: uh,
0: what Ta- are these surrounding us? Uh... To one side of you, you have a Triceratops. To the other side, you have an Otiug, I believe. So I think I would
2: would be as far away from that thing as possible.
0: (laughs) You guys Uh, would probably be uh, pretty close to the very center of these cages to avoid (laughs) contact with these. I mean, these things are fanged, winged, terrifying looking creatures, yeah.
2: So, um, can we say that I have my paper and my pen for my
0: inventory. If that was my in your pocket. backpack of any kind, they would have taken their backpack.
2: Like,
0: in my back pocket? Um, If it's like... No, I think they would have taken a type of pen or a sharp okay. object from you. Okay. It would have been a lock picking. Now, you them. are in the cell. You are also in the cell that was damaged. Okay. By the... Break in a ton so, of
2: so I'll just start kind of pacing back and forth a tiny little bit to stay away from these edges, and kind of talk to myself, but know that Sentry can hear me and say, "Well, this seems to be quite a fine predicament we found ourselves in, but uh, I'm sure time will time will give us other options." This is not how I expected my Expecting work to be going at this point, I feel like someone should be inspecting me. And to be honest, I'm not doing well. I should be issuing a formal letter of protest when we, once we finally reach this destination we have here, but um, in the meantime, I'm just kind of looking around and seeing if there's, but you, um, and then I'll just say, but you played a fine role back there and I hope you're able to rest now. And I'll just be looking
8: around, seeing if there's any, any way out of So I won't do much, but all I'll do is say, thank you. I saw no other way out. You presented an option. But I don't move. Not at all. It's one of the things I can do like I'm, I never sleep and I always can see <laughs> but I just went limp and that's where I'm gonna stay because I don't want to accidentally uh, do anything
0: All right so Saxon make a perception check 22. So you do look at the cages and realize that this is not well put back together after the front door was ripped off uh they kind of made it makeshift so that it would close and latch but it's not held together so you 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 would know that it's got some weak spots that you could probably beat or fry against to open the door uh with that perception check you also see uh the haku is kind of nursing his poisoned hole in his shoulder uh you're looking through a couple of animals to see him but he's not he's kind of sitting in the back not looking great uh, and the other guy is kind of sitting there solemnly kind of poking his fingers with his dagger. The rest of the crew seems to not be here. You can only assume that they didn't.
2: Sorry, what is that other, NPC next to him? I don't remember who that is.
0: Yeah, so he was the, um, Kaisar was in charge of the crew. Um, so he was quiet, solemn, fierce, but silent kind of partner. Uh, and he was well-respected by the crew. Uh, and he was the one who kind of whipped the crew into shape and got the you know sails ready for takeoff. Fighting with Doc.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um. So I
0: will. Yeah, we kind of rolled through, and I took out NPCs from the from the priority list, right? And we just kind of rolled right. randomly what they did. So. Right, right. So I will. We've been fighting um... with two daggers.
2: Uh, I will just stand towards the front of the cage and see if I can quietly um, manipulate any pieces or begin to make any headway towards releasing a lock or anything, or even getting a getting a piece off that I could then use to try to pick the lock.
0: Okay. Uh, so go ahead and make a... Um... Do it. We'll call it a sleight of hand check. No, that's
2: terrible. Uh, five.
0: Not, not today. Not yet. <laughs> you can work at it a little longer, but with that specific attempt. Yep. Um. So Nick, probably. Go ahead. I don't
8: see anything that says that you wouldn't be able to do a short rest. Like short rest isn't an action. It's just a period of downtime, at least an hour long, where you don't do anything more strenuous than eating, drinking, reading, and tending to wounds.
0: You would need to consciously decide to use hit dice. You do not?
8: You as the player would. Does the character need to decide to use hit dice?
0: So, like I thought they would be participating in an activity that involved healing of some kind. I guess but maybe not if you're if you're taking a full short rest to investigate an item, you're still allowed to use your hit dice. So sure. We will say that you may use your hit dice within the short rest time period of
2: enough. I'll do that as well. Sometimes
0: um So, we'll say that an hour has passed at this point, and you may use those hit dice now.
7: Can I get in on that too?
0: Anyone can, yeah.
7: Alright, so what do you mean by hit dice? uh,
0: On your character sheet, on your hit points. um, Everybody has hit dice equal to their their level, constitution modifier level. It um, will tell you, let me see where they are. You have hit dice
8: at level one? Yeah. We, we have one, yeah. You, you yeah. have as many hit dice as you have.
0: Levels. What?
8: It's just me, yeah, it's equal to your levels and you roll them, right?
0: Okay, yeah. You click on the short rest button. That's where they're hidden. Yeah. Click on the short rest button, and it'll pop up, and it'll have a little checkbox next to the number of hit dice you have.
2: Okay, yeah, um, I
0: see. And then you roll that die, and then you take you tick that tick box, and then you add that hit point to your total.
5: Post-modifier.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I assume Selyse and Lex, you're both doing that. Sorry, Luth.
5: We haven't had a long rest. I don't know what we're allowed to
4: do. We can't
0: do anything... Hey. You can do a We're short saying rest. you can use your hit dice for your short rest.
4: How do I do that?
0: Click short rest, it's right click, next well, to Well, I rest. don't know that she can. Hold on a minute. I don't know the character
4: sheet. Hate, but I oh. have the rest
0: button. You have the short rest button?
4: Yeah, it's in a different place. Yeah.
0: yeah click the short rest button.
5: That's, yeah, that's your hit dice. So you would roll whatever that dice is and add the modifier. So my question is, down, we were unconscious, but we were put at zero. The only way that we could come up from zero was with a long rest.
0: How That's we- what I had said. Dan is arguing, law- law- rules lawyering me to say that...
8: Uh, I just read what the book said.
0: <laughs> they said that there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to use your then. So we'll allow it so that you're not sitting unconscious for the next 24 hours.
4: So... Oh. I the rule of
0: fun is overriding any any <laughs> other rule.
4: <laughs> regain hit points. Woohoo! But I roll the hit dice
0: for. Yes. And which means you are you would regain those hit points and come out of unconscious. I still have... Okay.
4: I guess I have to go through the process of the death save.
0: No. If you click next to the little face, a little window should pop up and you can just put healing plus 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 save
4: drop
0: in there. And it, okay. And it should set the number. No, nope, actually come see. Alright.
2: Cool. Everybody got it? Everybody
0: hit Diced up. Boom. Okay. So about an hour passes and down the hall on the Ada glowing Dolomite side comes Esther and Kilbin walking down the hall and they go, hey seems like uh, as much as he doesn't want to admit it Captain Weros is having some trouble controlling the ship and with all of the crew (laughs) having been dispatched, we have no choice but to utilize you good citizens as part of the new crew of the predator, anybody who's willing and able to assist us we in accept. repairing the ship and getting us back on course, we'd be happy to have your help. And he's saying this like through—it's S-Star speaking. He's saying this through like clenched teeth, like he's really like this is hard for him to say. And Kelvin adds in, right? He's like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's—it's it's a bit of a big ship for us to handle without repairs and." Seems like in Captain Weros' haste, he made some decisions that have caused irreparable damage to the vessel. (laughs) We're gonna have to spend some time repairing before we can get back on track. Any of you guys proficient in ship repair or, you know, flying vehicles?
4: Would my Smith tools have any role here or not really?
0: uh you could say that you uh, are proficient in smithing you you're not proficient in flying vehicles but you could certainly share your experience you can tell them
1: anything you want all right well i will tell
4: them that i am proficient in smithing if there's any need for that
0: um we'll explain more upstairs there might be need for a lot of things uh, and you see him get his keys out can't really get the key in the lock but then the door kind of swings open and it's, it's Kilvan working the keys and he looks at the keys and he's like oh make a perception check the three of you in that cage
1: oh perception it's always so
3: painful and they're so <laughs> after it Hey, I got a natural twenty, but then there's a nine minus one attached to it, so it's a 19. I
1: got an unnatural twenty.
0: Kilbin goes to grab the lock and work it. It's been an hour, so the ice has melted, but it's clearly the cage is unlocked. And he looks and he makes eye contact with you, Ada, with your natural twenty, and he kind of winks and makes the motions as if he's unlocking the cage and continues to. Kilbin. So, Kilbin. Yeah. Um, and says all right come with us and then they walk down to open up the door for dolomite they come over across the hall to get you as well um and as they walk by he says i'm not sure we can trust the old crew sorry buddy we're gonna have to leave you guys locked up and they leave tahaku and um uh Kaisar, where he was. Um, and you see Kaisar, like, kind of curse under his breath. Like, he's pretty upset. And is kind of like, he's recovering slowly, uh, he's resting. Um, he's a pretty sturdy panda, but he's clearly still kind of ill from the poison. So they take you all above, and you reach the top of the ship. And you're greeted with Weros, and Weros is like, so, uh seems like our little kerfuffle had some long-term impact on the vessel that I did not foresee. Uh, you see I'm very, very smart, but um, sometimes I miss things, and so this might be one of those times. Uh, so we're off course a bit, um, and I, uh, yeah, so I can't steer the ship. The rudder seems to be broken, and, uh, If you look up above, you'll see the, uh, you know, we're losing these little uh, floaty uh, globules that keep the boat afloat. So um, we're kind of going down and out. I don't know where we're going, but we need to go that way and we're going this way. So I need a couple of hands to try and fix the rudder and I need a few more hands to try and fix the hole in the giant blimp before we crash. So. Basically, you guys have choices here. Split the party is what's going to happen, clearly. Half of you are going to work on the rudder. Half of you are going to work on the blimp. Split yourselves up into two working groups. I
8: assume I'm still deactivated.
0: You would still be deactivated. That is correct. Apologies, but they don't like robots. It's
2: okay. (laughs) But uh, can I clarify that after he... Did he let me out?
0: He would have let you out.
2: Okay. After he let me out, did they relock
0: the
2: cage? Uh... I would have just shut it behind me without
0: locking. That's how I was walking out. Ooh. Noted. Deception. Kil- Kilbin was in charge of the keys. He would probably not have locked the cage.
5: So, oh, quick question. The girls and... and, uh... Sorry, Jeremy's character were released. Dolomite and myself are still in our cage. You
0: guys were taken. You were taken up too. Everybody except Sentry is now up, to, up top. Sentry, who appears to be unconscious, um, the Haku and Kaiser are still down below, but everyone else is on the top deck. And you're being asked to split yourselves into two groups one group to fix the balloon, one group to fix the rudder. It's called oh. an envelope, technically. <laughs> I learned something. I want to. <laughs> the day i learned
5: (laughs) i want to retcon because i regained consciousness when i rolled my hit dice i'm in a room with dolomite somebody who i'm still kind of suspicious of i would have pretended that i was unconscious until they i started to hear somebody come in as soon as i saw the group that came in i would, would have pretended to wake up and be very confused and ask a lot of questions As soon as i realized that the person we were protecting is in charge i would have pretended like oh we didn't know what was going on this robot just started attacking let me go talk to you know um and now i'm gonna forget his name horner about what's going on we were supposed to be we were supposed to be helping him i'm here literally my job
0: uh yeah, that's that's what we're doing. We're taking everybody out to talk to the captain about this current sitch, so uh come with us. Okay. Yeah.
5: I would follow up to the to the top. Okay.
7: Will and I would uh, say you know I, I do like the tingle, so maybe the rudder is the best for me.
0: The what? Rudder. Rudder, rudder. Okay, so uh, let's just see. So I see a bunch of people typing in. So Team team Rudder, who is that going to be?
7: What are you guys typing in? There's
0: oh. some people in roll 20. So Team Rudder is Ada, Celice, and Dolomite. Is Team Rudder? Is that it?
2: I've never been much of a woodworker or manual labor, but I do know my way around some fabrics. I'll help you
0: that. Alright, so Team Balloon is uh, Lowen, Saxon, and potentially Luth. But Luth wants to speak to the captain, I assume, when he gets upstairs. Yes. Is he, is he still there or deep peace? Oh, right. Sorry. Work is demanding his attention. Uh, that's the worst. Yeah. So basically, the captain says, uh, Yeah, so. Uh, I know that uh, you were hired. I, yeah, I recognize that. Um, we'll definitely hash that out. But right now, I think we need to figure out how to get this boat from not plummeting into um, the depths below. So, nice t-shirt, by the way. I just noticed. Um, I think it affected fitting. my roles. It's very, it's very fitting.
2: I think my roles were really good because I was sympathetic. Right.
0: <laughs> the uh, the character of this Ornerueros is definitely based off of that that. Uh, Goblin Bomber, the Mad the mad Goblin Bomber of Hearthstone. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's figure out the ship and then we'll talk about who's to blame for that little thing down there, which, you know, we're willing to forgive it all when you join the cause. Um, I- sorry, what, what was that? You broke up a bit.
5: said absolutely, so wherever you
0: need me. You'll be Team Envelope or Rudder?
5: Envelope is fine.
0: All right, so here's how it's gonna work. Um, This is going to be a group check for the repair of the ship. Uh, So Team Rudder, the controls are stuck in place, keeping the Predator on an eastward trajectory. Um, Is there any character with proficiency in vehicles air? I assume not because that's not a normal thing to be proficient in. Um, So we're gonna skip that piece. Uh, So I need you guys, basically what you're going to have to do is um, find a way to break the rudder loose. It's jammed in a position that's holding course. And so you're going to need to attempt to break the rudder loose to be able to start to regain control of that. So you have, uh, you know, you're you're on a boat, you're a floating ship, you have things on the ship and tools at your disposal. You're not going to be given back your weapons yet, so you don't have any of your possessions. You know, you don't have your backpack. You don't have your tools, um, Selyse. But you have a boat full of supplies. So like anything you can think of that would be on the deck of a boat within reason, tell me that you're going to use it, and I'll decide if it's on the deck of the boat. Um, if you want to take a look around, I can give you some ideas for some things that are on the deck of the boat that might be useful to you. Uh, but your job is to figure out uh, how you are going to... Now the rudder is, again, it's, it's outside the boat and down below. You're going to have to figure out how to get down there to work on it. Probably the reason he's choosing you instead of his crew is people to go fix it. Uh, so you're going to have to kind of hang down the side of the boat to try and fix the rudder, right? So there's that. Team Envelope, giant hole, needs to be mended. Same scenario. You have the supplies to, that are on the dock for you to use. Come up with some creative ways to use them. And once you have a plan for what you're gonna do, so you guys can take a minute to talk about those amongst yourselves. And once each of you have a plan for what you're gonna do and how you're gonna do that, tell me what it is, and then I'll have you guys roll a series of group checks to determine whether you are successful or not. And the way a group check works is it's majority rules. Um, So it is, uh, if, uh, if, if if three of you pass, it's a great success. It's a total success. If three of you fail, it's a total failure. And if two of you pass and one of you fail, then it's a fail. It's a pass, not the way around. Then it's a um, So total failures and total successes are the are the equivalent of a not twenty not one kind of thing. So that's how those checks will work. So talk amongst yourselves. Figure out how you want to do your repairs.
3: Sorry, can I ask a question about the rudder situation?
2: I was a little so do unclear. we enhance our zoom skills by doing breakout rooms?
0: Uh, we could. It's gonna mess up your recording. Oh. <laughs> But no, we can re- we can break it out and then come back and talk about it. So it's fine.
3: I have a rudder question before we leave yep. you. Was it? Are we? Is it clear to us whether it's the rudder itself that we have to get free and loose, or whether it's something messed up in the controls for the rudder that's stuck? The rudder
0: itself is stuck.
3: Okay, so the controls are working. It's just a mechanical problem with the rudder. Mm-hmm. Got it. Who else is working
4: on the rudder other than Ada and I?
0: Dolomite. Uh,
7: Tulum. Okay. Can I look at the rudder and see, like, inspect it? See what? from where I'm standing?
0: Not boards. from where you're standing. No. Can't actually see the mechanism controlling the rudder from where you're standing on the boat.
3: But we are in a place where we can, like, shove against the rudder or something like that. Or is it like... Can we access the rudder? where we
0: are. rudder is on the outside of the boat.
3: Outside and we're inside.
0: Yeah, the, you would have to physically lower yourself down the side of the boat.
7: Okay. That's right. How are you going to break up any groups, or do you want to make some questions about Jeremy?
0: Well, I think Jeremy uh, and Dee are split, so... Yeah, you know, I don't, don't, know I don't if think the cool.
4: uh, break are like, in Well decided for him that he was gonna help with the rudder because our characters would gravitate together. Oh. Wait well, can I look for
2: like Blue? ropes
7: or for seats or some kind of boards to hang over the
2: edge. So that puts just glow and eye on
4: the Did he say the envelope?
0: He said envelope. He said sure envelope.
4: Okay, I'm sorry. I can switch if No no no.
0: It'll be what it'll be. Well, if Glowin and Saxon want to jump out, you guys can discuss the envelope repair and then you guys, the other guys can stay in this chat, and then...
4: I just made a text with Mary Beth and Luke. We can talk about the rudder.
3: I don't... okay.
1: Dan, you can talk amongst yourself. This is just like
8: yeah. the all staff meetings when we all break out into our business units and they're like, and IT didn't sit to the table right, by please, himself. Please
0: make sure that Zoom continues to function for the rest of this meeting. <laughs> yeah.
8: There was literally an all staff where they sat me. It was like we're in the arena on the basketball court, right? And there's tables all around that are like, we're going to break up into business units and they made me sit at a table by myself because <laughs> I'm IT. It was every that was the day that like all the department was like Dan really needs a staff.
0: Yes, thank you. You guys don't have to text anymore, you can talk now. And we moved you to team Rudder um, Luth.
4: He's envelope. We moved him to Rudder. We just we just
0: we just moved you to Rudder if that's fine because they they broke out and you would probably stay together," he said. So it made Kicked sense. Her.
4: Kicked him back out. I made a separate conversation because I, if he, if he said envelope, he said envelope.
0: Yes, I'm on envelope. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're chatting in a breakout session. <laughs> so text Jeremy and Bethany, and the rest of you guys can talk really here because Jeremy and Bethany dropped out. Okay. You don't have to text if you don't want to.
3: How strong is Celeste? Negative one, bad. Yeah. We might need to send her down with something that she can use to... It might be a strength issue of unwedging something, or it might be like a dexterity issue of like, fiddling with something that needs to be reattached or something like that. And we won't know until you're down there.
4: Yeah, um, I can certainly go down on a rope with my good acrobatics and investigate and see what it looks like needs to happen. I was thinking screwdriver, which states something to like cry and try to dislodge. But yeah, it might be strength and I might just have to try to get lucky. Yeah. Maybe I mean
3: if we could always bring you back up and then send you down again if we got into that situation. But maybe if you took something, like a, some sort of piece of wood or something that you could get leverage against um, in that eventuality.
4: I don't know how the, the DM would treat it, but theoretically, like I am a monk. I am supposed to be able to just like kick and hit things. Oh, yeah. Something like I'm good at. So maybe that's part of my really good acrobatics or I'm not really sure, but I can
3: try that as well. Yeah, that seems to make sense to me, that you should be able to make like a kick attack against it. Yeah. If it if it is wedged, it might be something completely different.
0: Okay. Hey. Huh. You guys got some rough ideas for what you want to do?
7: Would you want me to lower you down? So I can hold the rope and lower you down since I'm a heavy elephant. Tom? Yeah, That's
4: the plan once we get there, yeah.
7: Can I look around where we are for, like, ropes or pulleys or any kind of equipment that would be useful?
0: There is plenty of rope, uh, and there would be some pulleys on the ship's riggings, yes.
7: Okay. Um, have your character said any of this aloud, or have we not talked about it yet? Um, so You would have so been we- talking
0: mm-hmm. about how oh, to fix this problem.
3: I just what? had a thought. Here's another thing that I could do. I could send my hawk down to look at it and look through his eyes and see if it can become clear to me before we send you down what the problem is.
4: Okay, that's a good idea. As long as you're not trying to keep it a secret that you can use a hawk that way.
3: No. Okay. I do think so. Okay. So I'll send Gary down. Gary.
8: Okay.
3: He lives on. <laughs>
0: Sending and I'll Gary sort of to walk sit down, down cross-legged
3: it on the deck, and close my eyes and
1: look through Gary's eyes as he finds the. Wait, you seriously it. named this thing Gary? Yeah, <laughs> there's Gary. Oh, downright <laughs> offended. What? Why? It's, it's an honor. Hated Gary. <laughs> you hated Gary?
3: I loved Gary. That guy was the best. Fine, I the can rename true.
6: it.
0: No, Gary's it. phenomenal. Don't leave it. <laughs> Gary, Gary was the NPC untold hero of our last campaign. No, Coleman. he
1: was not a hero. <laughs> he was fantastic. And he was you well told.
0: The killing blow twice. Oh my god, I killed
1: that thing except for one hit point. Really
0: me. <laughs> Gary walks up with a stick and just goes, Dink. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and and Gary, then Gary just goes. <laughs> For Gary!
7: <laughs> well, he had some legendary Nat 20s, and that was what put him on. He did hat. have
0: some pretty clutch Nat 20s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically Gary's
3: All right, name so you,
0: is Gareth. You the send Hulk. Gary down to take a look at the rudder. Go ahead and roll um, uh, roll an intelligence check to kind of decipher what's going on there as you look through his eyes. Uh, for,
3: my, for me. Based off of me, you're looking for him.
0: Uh, Fifteen? Fifteen. Uh, yes, you're able to see that the um, the rudder is jammed in place. Uh, you're not really sure what's causing the jam, but it is kind of locked. The gears are kind of jammed up in there. It looks like something either needs to be put in there and fried it loose, or brute. Yeah. Force to move it out of its current position, but it is currently stuck, and it needs to be pried free from where it is.
5: Uh, okay.
0: Unfortunately, where the rudder is does require someone to be dangled from a rope over the side of the ship okay. at
8: Everybody
0: a height that up. would absolutely one bajillion percent kill you if you fell from it. Okay. I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do as the DM to save you from that. <laughs> A series of bad <laughs> rolls can absolutely kill this character as they're hanging over the edge. <laughs> um, does he, okay, so we'll- What's that?
7: Are, are the characters moving in that direction that go off the edge? Is
0: he- you're still really muffled. It sounds like you're kind of talking underwater.
7: Um. I would. Uh, I don't know where we Much are better. right now, I not away for a second, but um, if, if you guys are getting ready to go over the head, Dolomite will say. And um, I have uh, something on my sleeve that will help you if you may fall or lose grip, so don't worry, I, I, I will watch over you, don't worry. Bang. So
3: I've relayed this to the whole group. So... I don't know, Celise, you might want to take something in case you do need to, like if there's a crowbar, maybe, in case there's something you have to like, wedge at in the gears. It's kind of hard to see down there.
4: All right, so we're looking around on the deck for something crowbar-esque.
0: Yep, you know, plenty of prying tools. There would be large large poles that are used to kind of manipulate uh, different pulleys and wedge and, uh, and you know, sailing... Accoutrement on the boat, so you'd be able to find a pole or a stick or a long staff pretty easily. Um, Dolomite found rope and pulleys, uh, and he's currently working on rigging up that system. Um, can we also
4: arrange a backup rope line to tie to some part of the ship?
0: Sure, sure.
4: Like he can control my height, but also something with slack that I just. Yeah, so
7: just I would probably take those pulleys and rig up a. Uh kind of like a double action system to kind of lower you down and also have advantage to pull you up it's a, usually you can hook it like to the railing or the boat something on the inside or something like that but I'd be able to so do if that one
0: of, if one of you could physically show me that you can tie an actual bowline then I will allow you to no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding <laughs> me, me, pee, me. scout scout skills sounds like a
8: survival check to me <laughs>
0: Okay, so uh, the series of checks are going to commence for the for the rudder team, Team Rudder. Um, and so the first thing I'm going to have you all roll for is the rigging. So all three of you go ahead and make a roll. Uh, and it's going to be, like Dan said, survival, because it's going to be kind of, you know, uh, rigging up harnesses, not tying, um, you know, things that you would use in those scenarios. So you may do a survival check for those 18,
3: 16,
7: 11.
0: 11. All right, so that's a pass. Uh, The next check that I'm going to have you do, and since you're using pulleys, the DC has been reduced here because you came up with the uh, idea to use pulleys. Uh, So the two of you who are going to be holding on to the pulleys are going to do this check, and it's going to be a strength check to determine if you are able to hold uh, Selyse's weight with the pulley rope. Now, again, using pulleys, Weight is reduced significantly, so the DC is reduced significantly for this challenge.
3: Well, that's good, because I'm weak. I'm a small child. No, I'm not rolling this one, right?
0: You're not rolling this one. This is 2 personal.
3: But I still got a 15. Yeah. I'm rolling pretty good tonight.
0: Still survival? Sorry. Batter! No, strength.
7: Strength. Ooh. on wood. Big old seven. Seven. Oh.
0: Okay. It's fine because with the pulleys, the DC was only five. It was going to be oh. a 10 DC without Smarter the pulleys. So a five DC using pulleys. I was like, suicide. I got this. Rain rain over brawn, uh, weighs out <laughs> here. And the pulleys, you're nice and light with the two people on the pulleys. So no problem there. They lower you down. Uh, and then I would like you, Celice, to go ahead and you're going to use your, um, you're going to use the stick to pry. Uh, and I will allow you to make. Uh, an acrobatics or athletics check, your choice uh, to uh, either apply the leverage you need or to apply the brute force you would like to make this rudder go.
4: Definitely acrobatic. Natural 20 with a plus five.
0: Man, you jam that stick in there and the rudder pops loose. No issues or concerns. Anything less than a 10 and you would have had to make a dexterity check to regain your balance because you would have started to fall so great job there you're able to break the rudder loose the rudder is repaired and you guys can pull her up rudder team success
3: Nice. so here's what i'm good thinking up, let's abandon our combat oriented way of life and become ship mechanics because <laughs> we are real good at that and not great at fighting
0: All Right. uh so team envelope what is your plan
2: So Saxon and Glowing, or and um, Luth is Mm -hmm. helping, we are going below deck to retrieve some hammocks and other, any other sturdy uh, fabrics. I assume there's nothing of the more waterproof or variety, but... If we see anything better than hammocks, we would take it. But otherwise, we would be taking a few of the hammocks and stitching them onto this hole or whatever. And then uh, my character has, in his inventory, uh, wax. And I assume there's probably also the candles on shit. And we would be trying to seal up the fabric uh, with melted wax.
0: Yep. There would be, yeah, you'd be able to use that. That's fine. Yep.
2: And you, Saxon, would be saying something along the lines of, you um, know, um, in all my years of evaluating tapestries, I would never thought it would come to such a thing as this. Um, but then, sorry. Uh, but then, um, you kind of see that he's actually pretty good once he applies himself at sewing the stuff and putting together, putting these fabrics together and so forth.
0: Right. So your, your series of checks so far will be, um, you know, creating the patch for the balloon. So that's, that's going to be step one. What else you got?
2: And I think Luth, was going
5: to boost me up. So, yeah, I have the ability if needed, of getting him up to the level needed, whether it be, be a rope or um, just a, a general hand.
0: So it's pretty high up there, um, but there are riggings attached to the boat, so it's like a sailboat. Um, I don't know who that is. That Luke?
7: Yeah, sorry, my my niece changed the uh, name.
0: Got it. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> Make sure like Jeremy's not getting like a work call. Like, well, all right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeremy's got to go to work. Um, so it's pretty high up. The hole is the hole is not somewhere where you can just be boosted up easily. You are gonna have to do some climbing on the riggings. Think of it like a sailboat. You're gonna have to climb to the top mast in order to repair this. Someone's got to go
2: high. I think I would be the one because I'm the lightest and most likely dexterous.
0: Okay. All right. So so far we have make patch, climb the riggings, apply the patch.
2: Uh, Sound like sound right? Yes. Seal, seal it up. Sew it up. Seal it up with wax. I don't think we have any way to get more air into it, unless somebody else on our team...
0: So it's it's held up by magic globule things. And so it's not actually held up by air. So it is magically driven. Uh, So these magic balls of floaty stuff keep kind of popping out of the hole. um, Which is what's causing you to lose it.
2: So while I'm up there, Applying said patch, can I evaluate what these look like and if I can understand what these are, or possibly even pocket one?
6: Uh, Sure. Just
0: uh, reading this real quick. Think. Let me just make sure it's in D and I'll add it in a second.
1: The mic check.
2: A little
0: bit. Sounds yep, good. Yep. Okay, it's in there. Okay. Cool. So, um, yeah. Uh, first check is going to be. Uh, similar to what we did before. So it's gonna be kind of the sewing and the knot and the nodding. Uh, so I'm gonna have you all make a collective sleight of hand, we'll call it, uh, kind of dexterity based sewing check. Uh, so everyone make a team sleight of hand check. 21.
5: 14.
2: Six.
0: Not a total success, but it is a success, so you're able to successfully create a giant patch big enough to uh, cover that hole. Uh, next up is going to be climbing the rigging. Uh, are you just going to climb up there on your own, or are you going to utilize any special...
2: I think loose, was going to help boost me.
0: In what way?
5: Well, I assume there's going to be a lot of bundled stuff, so I was thinking I would climb up with the stuff bundled up and then once we get up there he can take it off my back as he needs it
2: do we? Okay, so the two of
0: you are climbing up next to each other
2: do we want to do any like security rope type deal i don't think my character would necessarily be great at that
5: though. i would be happy to do it but i don't think my character would necessarily think of it
1: i would i probably would give you some rope let's secure you fellas
2: That, that would make me feel much better. It's a little breezy up here.
0: All right, so since all three of you are doing this together, I'll have you all three uh, make a uh, athletics or acrobatics check for the climbing or the pulling of the ropes together, uh, hauling the gear up, etc. So it's a group check on either athletics or acrobatics. You roll and you decide you want to use for your um, But
1: not not survival, because you know I'm
0: grouping
1: them up.
2: Okay, so so uh Saxon will say, Glowin, that is a fantastical idea. And I imagine your safety precautions will certainly save a life today. And that's a part of inspiration. Very nice.
0: Um
1: what does that add? A six or an eight?
2: Six. A
0: six. For Luth. Sweet. Uh, 18 20,
2: not natural.
0: No problem in getting up there and getting up to the hole and now uh, Saxon you're the one patching mm-hmm. Alright so you are going to make the final check alone and it's going to be another we're going to do the same thing as sewing the kit together it's going to be a sleight of hand check just the closest thing to a sewing check that we have sure. so go ahead and make that 22. 22. Successfully able to patch the hole, uh, and then you wanted to grab a orb uh, before you kind of got it out there and pocket that. That will be another sleight of hand check. Also 22. So you are able to grab and pocket a blue glowing orb. Not really sure what it is yet, but it's a blue glowing orb. And you're able to be successful. So, great success, team! Great job. Yay. Envelope repaired. Rudder repaired. Uh, you all come back down, and the ship is still going down. It appears that you've lost enough of the globes that the ship is still descending. It's not descending at as fast, as, as fast at a rate that it was but it is still descending. You are pretty close to the ground at this point, and you see in the distance that it looks like, at this current course, the ship is going to land on a small island in the middle of this ocean. So you see the island approaching, the ship is kind of heading towards it, and Huero says, well, the repairs, great job, everybody, but it seems like we're still going to land somewhere, and as luck would have it, there's an island. So I think we should head towards the island. We'll try and land the boat and see what we can do about getting it back airborne afterwards. So he steers the ship, since he can steer now, towards that island, and you are heading now uh, towards an island, you're kind of, you're crash landing-ish, but you're not as crash landing nearly as bad as if you would have not done the repairs. So you're kind of slowly drifting down to this island as opposed to plummeting, refalling, a la Jeremy's background. Wait, wreck
5: taking that orb. What's that? Would I have noticed him taking that orb? Because I was up
0: there helping him sew the thing together. What's your passive perception? Well, he had rolled a 22, you would not. Okay. All right, we need a five minute break, Luke. Is that what you said? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, and it looks like Dan's not back yet either. So five minutes and we'll come back to the ship landing on the island.
2: Yeah.
0: you back luke yes sir Checking on the flyers is that what you were doing
7: no no <laughs> i turned that off a long time ago <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so uh perhaps about 10 miles away now at this point there's a tropical island rises into view uh the island is small perhaps no larger than 60 miles across at the rate the ship is descending you'll probably crash into the island in the next 5 to 10 minutes. So, uh Wero says, "All right everybody, we're going to brace for impact here and we're going to crash into this island and we're going to reassess once we land. Everybody head to wherever you think's the safest place, stow your cargo and hold on to your butts. We're going in hot." And you start heading down. Now you see it, um Kilbin and um, Kilbin and Esar head towards the captain's quarters. So I'll pull up the map on the top end of the ship. Uh, they head into this door. Weros kind of fashioned something around the ship's wheel also heads to that room.
4: Well, I'm going to follow them into that room because that seems to be the safest place.
2: Okay. I would I think um, lean over to Glowin and say uh, do we need to Take these creatures into consideration if the ship breaks apart upon landing. It would be a shame to survive the impact and be eaten.
1: <laughs> yes, perhaps we should out? unlock all the cages so if we all crash, they at least can get out and get to safety.
2: Well, that wasn't quite what I was thinking, <laughs> but... The opposite of what he was. Certainly the caretaker. <laughs> Should we kill them all now? <laughs> oh. Um,
8: I didn't hear that.
2: <laughs> no.
8: <laughs> this is gonna end up being the craziest deserted island of all time <laughs> with the triceratops and Grigs, like
1: a <laughs> like pudding together. Uh, but no manticores.
8: No manticores. Although they're the only ones that would have bred and survived, so. I guess
0: the owl bears could have bred, but one of them died.
8: Yeah,
1: there's babies. There is hope,
8: they'll just be inbred hick owl bears. <laughs> <laughs>
6: is
8: there,
2: is there going anything that them? seems secure on the deck of the ship that you could kind of brace yourself on?
0: Uh, I mean, it's the deck of a ship, so like, um anything. There's going to be rigging on board. There's going to be crates that you could kind of hold on to or tie yourself over to. There's going to be there's not like an official mast in the middle because it's not a sailboat um, but there's plenty of riggings and other attachments that you can kind of hold on to if you want. Um, they went into the very the, 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 the captain's quarters where they are is the, pretty much the very center of the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: wouldn't think the deck would be safe.
2: What about this like, room over here? Is this available to unlocked and open to walk into.
0: That's the room Weros was in, yeah.
2: That's the Orner's secret. Oh, is it? Oh, I will make my way toward that
0: room. So, Luce is gonna
5: around. How many of these uh, elevator machines does he see around the ship?
0: Uh, there are not any more of those on the ship, just the one you have. Oh. Which would have which been useful on the blimp run. How
5: amazing would have that been? I had this whole scheme. I was going to climb up and then go down thirty feet at a time until. I... <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good idea. Oh, all right,
5: I'm
7: out. You'd out. still have
0: to reroll a character because you would be gone. But you know, hey, right. <laughs> <laughs> takes off into the woods and lives a life of solitude.
7: <laughs> good so, backstory. So, Dolomite would follow uh, order into that room, Captain. Turner. Captain, okay. okay. While passing by, glowing and Ada saying, Hey, uh, you know, keeping an eye on them might not be a bad idea. And it looks like it might be safer in here.
3: I'll, I'll follow them in.
1: I want to go down to where the animals are and look at the cage of Tahaku. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so you go down and inspect Tahaku. Has anyone come with you? And Sentry's still down there as well.
8: I was about to say, which side which hallway is that in? My hallway or same the as yours? Same.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you would go down and you see Sentry and you see tahaku and you see um uh, Kaisar, and they're like, What's what's going on up there? I feel like we're still going down.
1: I think tahaku was the one who greeted me aboard the ship and took me down and showed me. So I would have like a, a bit of a a friendly manner toward him, and I would tell him everything. We did repairs, the ship's still going down, but it's going down slowly. It looks like we're gonna land on an island. I'd like to try to open your cage so that if something happens, you have a way to free yourself. And so I'm just gonna try to look at their cage, mess with it, see if I can get it open.
0: Okay, so we can make a combined group strength check between you, Tahaku, and Kaisar.
1: Instead of strength, could I cast my thorn whip and pull with that?
0: Yes. I will let you make an attack roll with that. 14. So with Kaisar and Tahaku both helping and assisting, Tahaku's strength kind of wanes a bit because he's still poisoned. But Kaisar is able to put a bunch of muscle into it as well, and you are able to break Doro. Kaisar rolled pretty high. And I
1: can't, I did a medicine check on somebody else who was poisoned and just found that the poison
0: had to leave their system. Or maybe it was or a magical antitoxin or a cure, uh, not cure wounds, but um, uh, rest- restoration, lesser restoration. Yeah, I don't spell. have any of that, so. Lesser restoration, antitoxin or time. Okay. Okay.
1: I'll just kind of tell him, hey, why don't you lay low? Everybody else, all the... Uh, Orner and his guys are in the captain's quarters upstairs, but I just wanted you to have a way to get free. And then I'll go look at Sentry's cage too and make sure it's open.
0: Tohaku would say, I think the best bet is for us to not be in this room with all these animals, because if these cages break open, that's going to be bad news. We're gonna to head to the back of the boat. We'll stay below deck. If you need us, we'll be behind the engine room in that greater hallway. We'll try and stay low back there. I will head towards the back of the boat.
8: Hearing them say that, I will get up, open the unlocked door. Thank you, Lord Saxon. And then um, follow them, stay below deck. That way I don't give away anything to the people up there. Okay. Unless so that's you- terrible. For the story, in which case I go upstairs and. No, With you're them. good.
2: Um, once they're done, I just said, quick
0: thing. just move the map real quick so I can make sure you guys are aware of where you guys oh, are. Wait, at. Is,
1: that, is that mechanical thing still there?
0: It's just chilling in the middle of the hallway. But it's it didn't care hallway. about me? It's controlled by owner, so if owner's not actively monitoring it, it has. Okay. That's it. It's not sentient. Um, so you guys are back here on the ship. So you guys head back out through the engine room past the giant robot into this back room here.
8: And we don't see our stuff. Hey, when we go through the kitchen, is there a kitchen knife, aka dagger, that I could grab?
0: You don't go through the kitchen. That's here. You're oh. Here. There's no, this. there's no I connection I
8: understand is there any obvious way to sabotage that robot once I realize that it's not trying to kill us
0: you have five minutes from the time that she came down to let you out of the cage till you crash land would you like to spend your five minutes attempting to sabotage the robot
8: can I spend two minutes attempting to sabotage the robot I would help so like I'm looking. Do. I'm looking for, and I'm hoping that my own physicality gives me some insight into what I might be able to do with the robot, seeing like what might be critical and what might not be. I'm looking for, like the that tube that messes it up real good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm looking for.
0: Okay. So uh, investigation check. And if Glowen is helping, you may do so with advantage, or you may both roll.
8: My investigation's not good, but here I go.
1: Mine's not good either. <laughs> okay,
8: then here's with advantage. Oh, that was good. Uh, 17.
0: 17. Uh, you notice that there's. 17. <laughs> <laughs> you notice that there is the robot seems very well made, uh, not not very well used, not not used often. It's, it seems to have some dust on him. Uh, but you notice a, a very new part that has been added to the back of this robot <laughs> that doesn't seem like it matches the rest of the controls.
8: does it is it screwed in? Or like...
0: It's like haphazardly attached.
8: Uh, can I pull it off?
0: You can attempt to pull it off, yeah. You can certainly try.
8: I'm gonna make a wisdom check first. (laughs) Looking for a hint from the DM. How likely do I think this thing is going to rampage on me?
0: (laughs) Don't cut the red wire. You can make a check.
8: (laughs) It's an 18.
0: Okay. I mean, from what you know about robots, they only do what they're told unless they are like you. So whatever this robot is told to do is what it's going to do. If it can't so, be told what to do, it probably isn't going to do anything. If it can be told to do something terrible, then it will do something terrible. You know that it's not its own being, so it can't never. act it
8: Alright, I say I look over at Glowin and I say, let's roll the dice <laughs> and I whoosh, rip it off
0: <laughs> Make strength check
8: Yes sir
1: Can I cast a thorn whip to help? Uh, yeah, you
0: can make an attack roll
8: Does that give me advantage on Ooh. a strength check?
0: She'd be making a separate attack Do it.
8: Do okay. It was a natural one you should have given me
0: advantage. Uh, you got six, this! 16. As you whoosh into the air. <laughs> yeah! Go! Get him!
8: Uh, I cut my ankle! The strength roll is 16.
0: 16. 16 is enough 15 DC to rip off the control device. Uh, and uh, nothing changes about the robot. But you get the feeling that this is probably what he uses to activate said beast.
8: Sweet. Okay. I Did I have any... Are you going back Did I upstairs? have any idea of... Glowing. A... Oh.
1: Cool. I don't think so.
0: You got about a minute.
8: We, did yeah, I we have any
1: idea where they took our weapons? Did we see them? Did I see them when I went upstairs, or did they mention them?
0: You did not see
1: them. Can okay. I use anything that's like a stick as a staff?
0: Um, it depends on the make and durability of said stick, but mostly yes. Can I just kind of browse around? Like
1: I sort of know the area because the animal, like I've been hanging out with the animals. Is there a stick somewhere I can grab that would work as a staff?
0: Okay, I'll have you make a uh, investigation check. <clears throat>
8: I don't know what to do with this thing. I don't have a backpack anymore, right? How
0: Correct.
8: big is this thing I pulled off?
0: It's probably um, probably about the size of like an Xbox.
8: Oh, holy crap. <laughs> just
2: hide it on your person.
8: <laughs> I was, I was going to tell you to throw it over the side when you went back upstairs. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to look for a place to hide it, I guess. And I'll rip as many wires out as I can.
0: <laughs> what was your check, blowing? Four. Four. You pick up a stick. <laughs> you're, you're not sure how sturdy or good it's going to be, but you pick up a stick. And then, Sentry, you hide it, so um, hiding it hastily, I'm assuming. Um, go ahead, and sleight of hand, that.
8: Not as good. Seven.
0: You kind of tuck it somewhere and run. Um, Can
8: I, I want to, like, rip it a little bit more, too.
0: Okay. Yeah.
8: I don't want him to hook it back on, and okay. it's just a work. Yeah.
0: Sabotage and throw and hide. And you guys are all heading towards this back um, room down here, so all four of you are in there. Is that correct? Yep. Right. Yeah, I guess. All right, back above deck. Saxon had something.
2: Uh, yeah, if I find myself in alone in the room that Warner was in, I I am using my entire five minutes to not ransack it, but look everywhere I can to try and figure out anything I can about him, any paperwork, his motivations, any anything that looks shiny or interesting.
0: I will allow you to make two investigation checks in that time. Period.
2: Okay. Oh, gosh, that's bad. Uh, four and a seven.
0: Four and a seven. Um, neither of those rolls would even get you to the trap door under the bed. Um, so you don't really find much of anything in there. And all of the paperwork and documents that you do find in there are all the quartermaster's documents because it is a Voxer's quarters. Uh, so you find documents on what's on the ship. You find documents on... Um, cargo etc but you don't find anything specific to Orner or any of the secret compartments in that room uh, and you were never in that room so you wouldn't have known of the existence of the other places to really look there either. nope Great. Um Dolomite, Selyse and Luth and Ada, reception as you enter the captain's quarters
4: oh, reception.
0: first time anyone's been in this room reception check
4: Fourteen.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Eleven. Natural 14, twenty. Eleven. Natural twenty. Always one of you. All right. the second one. So this is the captain's quarters. As you walk in, all of you notice it's very dusty. It does not look well used, like it's kind of in, it's not messy, but it just doesn't look like anyone's been in here doing anything. It just looks like a room that's not used often. Um, There's maps and charts laying out. There's some books laying out. Uh, There's an open empty chest at one end of the room. Um, And you see with a nat 20 in the corner of this room, is a pile of what looks to be your equipment.
5: Luth goes and grabs his items.
0: Yes, same. Uh, You are not alone in this room. You are with owner. On the map, you look alone, but you are with owner and uh, his two goods. They are in here with
3: you. I would retrieve my backpack as well. Oh
0: you. As you make your way over there, they would try and stop you. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. We're not quite this friendly yet. I understand we're going to crash and land the ship. Let's just get down there and figure out what's going on once we get to the ground.
3: This whole ship could, like, fall apart or burst into flames, and we might be stranded on an island. I think we should all have as many supplies on us. As we possibly can for the good of the whole group.
0: Yeah, we'll figure that out when we get on the ground.
7: Phil and I walks over to the side of the table right here, and kind of slowly is watching um, the two goons and owner. With his back right hand, he's imbuing two... Sorry. sorry. He's imbuing... Can I say that I have two stones or some kind of objects in the room that I could pick up?
0: And let me check something here. Which spell is this? This is the um, magic stone you're trying to cast? Magic stone, yes. OK, so um, it is a vocal spell, so you will have to speak the spell to cast it. You So they will know that you're casting something if you are doing that. Okay. If you look at your spell under components, it'll say VS. That means it's vocal and uh, Magic. Physical, like, somatic. You have a physical kind of moving your fingers or waving, whatever. Okay,
7: okay. so I'll... Can I you can do that? it. I just
0: want you to know that they would know.
7: I would uh, cast it
0: right when we crash. It's a bonus action, so it's fast, yeah. Okay. Alright. Right. So here goes the ship. The ship is going to start plummeting and crashing into the ground. Everyone get to say what they wanted to say before we get to this point?
3: Have I braced myself? I'm braced. Against
0: Everyone's the... braced for impact. Um, and we are going to make a couple of rolls uh, that are going to determine how bad the ship crashes into the foliage below. Fortunately, you made repairs to both the rudder and the envelope. Um, so, the crit- so the ship is going to... Um, land pretty successfully by default. There's just going to be a couple of rolls that could determine what kind of other damages could occur. Um, So, first round. The ship's coming in and... Go ahead.
2: Can I say Saxon crawls under the bed for safety?
0: Okay. Um, So the ship's going and... uh, Um... Okay, so I fail a DC five with a natural one. Um, oh. <laughs> Love it. And it, it was real, it, guys.
2: It's a great campaign. Man,
0: and that one on the boat, right? So all of the ship's components. So the ship physically takes 70 points of damage. Oh. Uh, the ship physically takes this. So the trees, it's crashing into the a really heavy, thick canopy of trees. Um, and it's crashing and it's hitting hard. Everyone in the ship, so this is all of you, as it makes that first set of impact, this is the largest impact. Everyone make a constitution save. Con. Boo. Um, how hardy are you as you are thrown around the room?
7: Natural 18.
0: 16.
7: Saving. 14. 14. Or just a 6. 20.
2: Do I get anything from being
0: under the bed? Nope. Okay. 17. 17. You said 6, Luth. Alright, so you fail. Everyone else succeeds. Uh, Luth, you take 7 points of bludging damage as you crack your head against some thing. Um, and everyone else takes three points of bludgeoning damage. Alright, so at this point the ship is now tumbling through the tree canopy. Succeeds on this saving throw and only takes 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, the ship's hull is still intact as, of, as for the most part, but the insides of the ship are pretty, dam- pretty well damaged. Um, everyone in the ship? Uh, nope. No one is on the deck of the ship. Correct? Everyone is in a room? Right. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. So no one is at this point flung from the ship. So you all remain in the ship. No problems there. Um... And the ship did not take enough points of damage to reduce the ship to zero hit points. Therefore, none of you take additional damage as the ship crashes through the canopy. It takes the brunt of the force here. And then the last beast here, as you land on the ground. uh, Again, it's rough, but the ship does make a successful landing onto the ground uh, and remain mostly intact. The envelope has torn completely. Um, It is no longer... I'll say at this point, it seems beyond repair uh, as it is kind of draped through the tree canopy above, but the ship's hull in and of itself looks like it could be probably repaired over time, but it's pretty well damaged, probably won't float. Um, Everyone does not take additional points of damage as that final crash happens, you're all inside uh, and you made enough repairs to the ship that it, um, it has landed successfully. So the ship is now grounded. Um, and there's quite the ruckus coming from the lower cages, as several of the animals seem to have burst out of their cages. There is a small hole in the side of the ship where most of said animals have escaped. Uh, so a few of the animals are, are now out of the boat. Those of you in the captain's quarters have now successfully landed, uh, and you may start to kind of figure out what's going on. Um, yeah. So you're so uh, as you look out of the boat, a very very dense forest surrounds you. Uh, there's a buzz of insects and cries of wild animals as new wildlife has been introduced into the wilderness. You aren't entirely certain, but you estimate that you're about 600 miles or so, based on the amount of time you were sailing from the nearest source of civilization.
2: Told us that we were also carrying non inverse creatures, right? Or
0: domesticated. They would have been the ones on the ship's deck that would have mostly gotten flung, or they would have been escaped. Unclear, they unclear, have...
8: so they're all fine. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's how it there is. <laughs> there is no one else on the on the deck.
1: Or at least that's what you tell Glowin. <laughs> uh. But...
2: Right. So you are now
0: you are now stranded on the island, and I know Deanna wants to leave at eleven. Um, so... <laughs> she looks so peppy. <laughs> um... So I feel like I can, we can we can go and continue for a bit without um, Selis, or I can give you some information, and you can think about what you want to do throughout the week up to you guys majority rules in a 7 player scenario session
4: if you guys are staying I'd like
0: to keep going if we could but I don't want to leave Yeah.
4: if you guys up I don't mind if you just take me along somewhere with you
2: okay um, yeah I don't mind playing a few minutes long
3: my, my only concern with continuing to play a few minutes longer is if we get into the next sequence and it takes like 45 minutes or an hour. You will
0: not. You
3: will okay. not. <laughs> okay.
0: There is nothing that you can do that will put you in the next sequence in the next 20, 30 minutes.
1: Okay. <laughs> we need to sleep. Yeah.
3: Make a camp. Go to sleep.
5: Way. My one hit point.
0: All uh, right. So, the way, so here's, here's, so we're going to be introducing a couple of new mechanics that might not be specifically 5e mechanics, and they're called island survival mechanics. So, I want to go over how this is going to work and the decisions that you guys are going to have to make as a group as you um, assess your current situation, uh, decide what you're going to have to do to survive this current situation and what your plan is to do to get out of this current situation. So I'll give you some information about what you're you're looking at. Again, you're looking at an island. um, It was no more than 60 miles wide, um, and it seems to be in the middle of this ocean. There was nothing else around it. You could get a good aerial view of the island, and it's just an island. Um, The terrain is subtropical. um, Big palm trees, uh, eucalyptus trees, Uh, overgrown flooring so creatures and flowers and other things are blooming. It's very dense foliage throughout. It's damp. It's rainforest-like damp weather. uh, So it's hot and wet. Um, And you have the resources from the sea around you on the beaches. Um, There are you are, you have crash landed in crash land map the mm, roughly the center of the island, not quite, but roughly the center of the island. Um, you don't know as you look around, like different kinds of terrain, because it's a thick, thick jungle. You can't see like through the jungle to see if there's any mountainous terrain or anything like that. Right now, all you know of this island is there's clearly a beach somewhere. You can't see it right now, uh, and there's clearly jungle all around. Um, the blimp is uh, in tatters. Uh, there's bits of the large blue envelope smothering the trees above you, creating kind of a secondary canopy right now above you. It's really hard to see the sky at this point. The canopy is so thick, and with the introduction of the blimp over you as well, um, you really can't see this. the, the sky. It's dark, right, because it was evening. And so you really can't see, uh, you're really not sure it's hard to see anything in front of you at this point but it's really um not sure what it's going to look like during the day but you're you're getting the idea that it's not gonna be easy to see through this um, yeah you <laughs> I'll have dark. um you smell the smell of fire um and the fire is coming from different pieces of the boat that uh, burst into flames as it crashed. Um, And so nothing, uh, it's interesting, the fires burn, but nothing spreads because everything's so damp in the forest. Uh, So they are localized fires burning out. uh, And then again, you hear this this scream of some fleeing animals uh, as they escape the the boat from below. as you land and assess uh, everyone around you, you see that uh, or- Orner survived, uh, as did um, uh, as did Esther as Kilvin. Um, Esther took a brutal knock similar to the one that Luth took, uh, but he is also still standing. He's fine. Um, you guys in the lower deck, all four of you survived with no, with no issues there. Uh, so you're all out you've kind of barricaded that back door uh to haku's recommendation to avoid any interaction with escaping or fleeing animals um and that is where you are right now kaiser so kaiser is like um he's gonna say that he wants to get off the boat before you guys realize where they are and kind of try and hide somewhere Uh, He thinks, you know, whenever you guys figure out where you're gonna set up camp and what you're gonna do, they'll rejoin you. But he thinks the two of them should make themselves scarce. And he recommends that Sentry come with them um, to try and get to a place out of the sight of owner. You guys could set up camp away from them.
7: We're all in this room right right right
0: now. And the rest of you are in the room upstairs, except Saxon. Uh, So you would, you know, Horner would say, oh, let's go check everything out and see what's going on. Let's see what we have left. You know. So he's got to call Uh,
7: Good sir. Could I get my umbrella back? I have a weak leg.
0: So let's check on everything outside first and see what's going on with uh, the rest of the boat and the crew. Uh, Let's see what we need to do to assess this situation.
7: You want us to come with you?
0: Yes, let's go. Everybody outside. Check it out.
1: Follow.
3: Kill this guy.
1: Sentry, are you thinking of going and doing what Kaisar suggested?
8: Yeah. I don't have I don't think I have much of a choice. Um I am gonna run back that thing that I really poorly hid. I wanna grab that box and I'm gonna take it with me and we'll I'll run with them.
1: I'm not going to go with them. I'm going to make sure I... When they come find me, I'm going to be like I was with the animals, and then I'll later be able to tell people what happened to Sentry.
8: Obviously, I've disintegrated on impact.
1: Yeah, how am I going to explain that? <laughs> I don't know. I was on the other
0: hallway.
8: <laughs> I was with the bled.
0: All right, so... Um... Onar suggests you guys start setting up some camp here. Uh, There's not really a lot of time to build a shelter. And so the first night you spend on the island is going to be very uncomfortable sleep.
2: Well, could I interject? Mm -hmm. Uh, My my friends, we certainly have some shelter right here on this ship. Uh, Certainly elevation from the level of the ground where these rampaging creatures may encounter the side of our vessel but we are safe up here and we can close the door against the night uh, you know, maintain some warmth and use the food and rations on on board I see no reason the vessel I,
1: I agree that we would stay aboard the vessel unless it was too luck on fire to be in can we just put out the fires and yep sail on board.
3: So you're going
0: to set up camp on the ship?
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So Arner says that him and his crew are taking the captain's quarters if that's the case, and the rest of you guys can figure out where you want to sleep.
6: What's and then he
0: suggests, maybe, maybe we don't go downstairs yet. I hear there's quite a bit of chaos down there. Uh, animals have probably started infighting at this point, the ones that were too big to escape, and I don't know that it would be wise to go investigate that, says Orner. (laughs) Does
1: my character have any reason to want to... Other than the affection that I've kind of created, is there any reason that I want to get these characters, get these animals to a zoo? like still
0: i mean you did you realize that you're in a different position now and a zookeeper wouldn't jump into the cage of an alligator and a gorilla fighting with each other like you understand that animals are animals and your survival is now at stake i mean what
1: was like what was my motivation for going like somebody suggested earlier early- a week ago or
0: something that it was my job and like I was you're, supposed to I was kind you, of but you're partially responsible for the zoo in not so you're like part owner of that zoo and you were acquiring these animals to take back to your zoo in not okay so that's pretty much a lost cause now and this is the second time <laughs> you've had an extreme one explosion or threat thereof, um, cancel this expedition. <laughs> so you know, maybe, maybe a zookeeper is not like what you want to be. <laughs> I,
1: I have enough. I have enough religious background that I feel like I'd see the hand of the gods in this, and maybe be like, you know what? <laughs> I feel like I'm being led a different direction.
0: <laughs> so you're gonna set up camp on the ship, then.
7: I sleep up where uh, Lord Saxon was up in this room. I'm staying near the captain's quarters out of sight.
0: Are you um, huddling together? Are you spreading out? Where are you guys going to try and set up your makeshift camp?
3: Can I see what's in this room? Is this a, a spare bedroom?
0: Yep, yeah, so that was another, another person's quarters. Uh, the door was locked, um, but it would have been able to be opened through the damage of the crack.
2: That
0: room is It's Kaisar's quarters Uh, So it's the bosun's quarters Um, There's a bed A small chest in the corner um, And that's it
3: Well, after maybe going back and you know seeing that Lord Saxon is okay and that Dolmite's going to stay there, I might I might head over to this cabin and set up camp there. Okay. Regather my satchel and all of my things. And...
0: Uh, Onar's not letting you take your stuff.
3: Does Onar have any ability to stop me?
0: Onar has giant poisonous crossbow and two thugs. If you would like to fight him, you fight him. But know. that is...
3: Well, One let's, sleep let's sleep on it.
0: That could be a breakfast job. A
3: <laughs> breakfast job. I'll make bacon. You kill owner. Uh, <laughs> we'll you are,
0: you, your odds are significantly better without the giant evil robot. Yes. That okay. had 148 hit points, by the way. Yeah, that was...
3: <laughs> <tough>. <laughs> <laughs> that was- I mean, there are not enough stuff in the world to do
0: nothing. Like you, guys, you guys got him down to, like, 90, though. So, like, you guys are really tearing him up. Like, that's really good for level one, I will say. You did hit him, a few, and he had an AC 18. So, like, it's commendable.
3: I was proud of the progress. Wasn't
0: enough. All right, so if you're sleeping on the boat, for those of you sleeping on the boat, you are able to successfully obtain a long rest with no issues. You may go ahead and roll up your long rest. Everyone's sleeping off the boat, uh, which is just Sentry, I believe, and you don't have to sleep, right, Sentry?
8: So I power down for four hours a night, but I'm fully awake the whole time. Yes. So six hours. Sorry, six hours. Sleeping
0: a night. without shelter on the island pros- mm, poses issue, but you technically you're the best character to do so. Don't have to sleep (laughs) without a constitution saving throw, so Kaisar and Tahaku will make constitution saves?
8: So can I make a survival check to try to put together some sort of shelter for them?
0: A substantial enough shelter would take uh, six hours to build, six to eight hours to build a substantial enough structure um, to provide um, closing off from bugs and insects and weather mm-hmm. and everything on the island. Um unfortunately they both fail their checks and they do not receive the benefits of long rest uh, and then they were going to make the second contribution save which they both fail again and they Wait. both suffer a point of exhaustion The Tahaku is still poison then and Kaiser yes good
8: thing they were with a ranger
0: and they are exhausted and they are now one level of exhaustion so the next morning is upon you and so here is the way survival is going to work every day that you spend on the island I am going to roll on a hazard table if I roll a d if I roll a 20 on a 20 sided die there will be a hazard that you will have to deal with that day right So one in 20 chance of dealing with a hazard every day that you were on the island. Those hazards vary, and I'm not gonna tell you what they are. You just know that there's a risk of a hazard. Um, You have spent some time, we're gonna montage this kind of scenario real quick. You spent some time assessing the first day, assessing your supplies and materials. Those of you on the boat were able to gather food and water you were able to gather. Um, do some math real quick. Um,
2: Saxon would be writing. He would be grabbing a piece of paper from the room and writing
0: down all the inventory. You have seventy pounds of food. We're just gonna do it that way because that's that's how we're gonna attract the consumption of said food. Um, and you have seventy gallons of water. Don't ask me how you would have known the exact measurements of water there, but that is what you have. Characters who spent the day, so you guys, so um, Century with Tahaku and Kaisar, you would have spent the morning uh, foraging for materials and you would have found enough food easily within an hour or two to sustain you uh, for the day. You're able to kind of rummage around around the, the shipwrecks and the areas you remain mostly out of sight that first day and you're able to come up with enough food to uh, enough food and and water based on kind of trying to robbing and stealing in different parts of the ship for one day. So you have three pounds of food and three gallons of water that you're able to come up with through foraging that area. Uh, And if you choose to make a shelter in this one day, in addition to doing what you're doing, you may do that, but they can't help you because they are exhausted. So it would be only you and it would take a full eight hours worth of work to construct a shelter hidden away from the group for the three of you to reside in, uh, if that is what you choose on the first day. Um, Everyone else, um, you have some choices into what you're going to do um, each day. So every day that you're surviving the island, this is the survive the island phase, this could take three days, this could take 30 days. It's not gonna take 30 days of RP, but what we'll do is every day, we'll decide this is what we're doing, this is who's doing it. We'll roll all those actions out and then that'll be that day. And then we'll do another day. So in the next session, we're not gonna do any days this session, but the next session we might do 20 days of island survival, okay? Um, so just keep that in mind. This is how the island survival is gonna work. You have options. Here are your options. Everybody by default eats one pound of food and one gallon of water per day. Every single person, except Sentry, because he doesn't eat or drink. So that includes owner and his cronies. That includes Tahaku, Kaisar, and all of you. One pound of food, one gallon of water every day. If you do not, if you do nothing, you only need half that. So if you are just laying around and you take the day to rest, and your action for the day is rest, you eat half a pound of food, half a gallon of water. Here are some other tasks that you may undertake. You may explore the island. If you send an exploration party out, now that exploration party can consist of you as PCs, or it can consist of the NPCs that have survived the crash. However, at this point, the NPCs that have survived the crash are not really friendly with the rest of the crew, and so Tahaku and Kaisar with Century, uh, if the three of if Kaisar, Tahaku and Century go on an exploration that works and they will all contribute equally to that exploration phase. The way exploration will work, it will require an additional gallon of water and an additional half pound of food per person doing the exploration. So if you're an explorer you'll consume two gallons of water and a pound and a half of food. And it takes eight hours of effort to do an exploration check. Uh, when you explore, you I'll, I'll be pulling up the map of the island. It's a hex grid. Every character can travel... Four, there's options for how fast you want to travel to explore. You can travel at a fast pace. You can travel at a slow pace. Or you can travel... Slow pace is stealthy. Fast pace is I want to cover as much ground as I possibly can and um normal pace. Uh, I'm looking for the table. Here we go. Uh so normal pace you'll be able to cut you'll be able to explore four hexes per day. If you do not make it back to the camp, you automatically camp outside. You suffer the penalties of not being in a shelter. So you'll have to roll constitution saves to see if you get the long rest. Um and if you do make it back to camp, you get all the benefits of being back to camp. Obviously, you have already have a shelter in the boat, and you've built a shelter sentry on the first day. Uh, if you go fast pace, you can make uh, five hexes, but you get a penalty to all of your perception checks as you're making the exploration of the island. Um, you could miss some things. Um, you can move at a slow pace, which is stealthily, cautiously, quietly, sneakily, sneaking up on things which means uh, that you can only travel three hexes per day, but you'll automatically get the jump on any creatures that you encounter while um, walking through the the area. Um, so that is the options for exploring. In addition to that, I as the DM, the jungle is so dense and it's not an area that any of you have been to, uh, unless any of you are proficient in jungle exploration. I don't remember what your favorite terrain is, Sentry. No. Uh, Then, no. I will be rolling as you begin your exploration to determine if you get lost. And if you get lost, then the hexes in which you travel will be a random direction until you recover your lost points, which every hex you move, you'll get a chance to recover from being lost. So it's a bit complex, but traveling is an option. Again, extra half a pound of food, extra gallon of water per day to take travel action. Uh, you may hunt. So if you want to hunt, you can add to your food supply. Um, clearly that much food is not gonna last more than five or six days. If you decide to hunt, it will require an extra gallon of water and an extra half pound of food for everyone going on the hunting party. Everyone who goes on the hunting party will hunt in the areas surrounding the boat so that you don't have to explore too far. Uh, you'll automatically return to the base camp at the end of your eight-hour hunting session. You'll make checks as group checks uh, with either being you know zero successes, one success, two successes, or three successes, um, depending will determine how much food you are successful in hunting and bringing back to the camp, five pound. Um, you can also recover things you know hides and stuff from hunting as well. It's not just food; it's other supplies. Uh, in addition to that, depending on how the hunting trip goes, if you all roll poorly and you do total failures, there could be hunting complications that could lead to other things as well. So hunting is an option. Um, you may build. Uh, so there's different kinds of buildings that you may build based on the resources that you come up with. Uh, building is an, uh, again a group check that's going to occur uh, when you decide whether you're going to build. Uh, you'll get that you're going to build, and it will consume an extra gallon of water and an extra half pound of food to build. And again, this is activity that you can all take, or NPCs. So NPCs can be dedicated to building tasks. You, as the survivors, will make these decisions as to which the NPCs are doing outside of potentially Onar kind of taking control of what he's going to do. So we'll see where that leads. Um, I don't think he'll be around long. (laughs) So there's that option. you can kind of come up with what you want to build based on ideas and things you can think of. Basically think of Tom Hanks and Castaway and decide what you want to build to get off the island and how you're going to survive. Um, come up with good ideas. Uh, different things will require different types of materials, which leads me to the next task. You could spend eight hours gathering materials, resources. So you can explore different hex tiles. So as you explore the area around the camp, Different Hex tiles will offer you different types of resources, depending on the Hex tile that they are. Some Hex tiles will be heavily forested, some will be heavily water, some will be, uh, you know, once you get out to the shoreline, some will be beach. And so there'll be different types of terrain that you discover that will have different types of resources which you would be able to gather by gathering resources on those. Gathering resource cost, you guessed it, an extra gallon of water and half pound of food per person gathering resources. Those are the options that you may take every day while you build your camp and survive the island. You are all now level two. Woo! So as you wake up, <laughs> you hear ding! <laughs> <laughs> And you see your guild chat go, Grats, 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 as you level up. (laughs)
6: Uh,
0: So congratulations, everyone, on level two. I know I just gave you a ton of information. Feel free to text questions all week about that if you have them in the the thread. Um, But this is going to be a really interesting time for you guys to definitely talk about what you want to do, how you're going to set up camp, what you think you might want to build, where you think you might want to start exploring. Obviously, you know, Crash Site. Let me see if I can share the map with with you, you set it in here, blind it out. Um, did but, um, um, you are.
7: So are we all in the room together, still? We've just woken up at this point.
2: I think we just finished our long rest. I guess we're starting next. So Saxon would actually see kind
7: of a filigree of blue cobalt coming from uh, dolomites tusks as he woke up just it's not very bright it's just really dim but you see it all of a sudden illuminate it was when the tusks were just ivory now they're kind of kind of vining around with blue for just a second maybe like two or three seconds and then fading out and i don't notice it
0: Hmm. interesting you guys can zoom in on that hex if you want that's your hex that's what you know oh no that's your speed (laughs)
7: at the longest road
0: ignore the line I'm going to try and find a map without there's labels on this map Uh, they don't cover up any of the important things but that line just points to this spot and says crash site so ignore that yellow line I'm just going to try and find a copy of the map without the labels on it to to recreate it but I don't have so that's where you guys are in the grand scheme of things on this, this cool this is wild man thanks this is yeah. this is gonna be a nice fun um yeah. i thought this would be very different right you're gonna have to kind of yeah. so it's not city role play there's not interaction role play but there's a lot of decisions you guys have to make for managing your food and water managing your resources managing your sleep managing any conflicts that could arise and huh. uh, solving some problems here so this is going to be a new have an adventure for the next probably two play sessions. I would guess is what we're going to take to do this.
7: We're going to find a conch that have some order. <laughs> Talking conch, whatever it was.
0: Any questions? Were we? And
7: is uh, owner like taking? Uh, like, All right. Bring us around kind what? of under his control like with his lackeys. Well,
0: Onar assumes you're part of his crew at this point but he's still not trusting you. He only trusts his two cronies right now. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Jeremy has a lot to tell the... <laughs> hope you wrote all that down
8: I need to get weapons somehow <laughs> that's our biggest problem at the moment
0: the good news is the D&D 5E rules have a place for improvised weapons which is exactly what Glowen is holding right now with her branch
3: nice.
0: <laughs> nice.
3: <gasps> I have a weapon my spouse, for what it's worth but I think you three chose ones. an
0: ad- an adorable um, spell focus. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I wasn't even thinking about that aspect of it. It just worked out well. But
0: I need my teddy bear.
2: <laughs> oh, God. I'm scared. Don't take it.
0: All right.
2: All right. This is great. Hey, we survived the crash thing. I didn't. I didn't know that we survived this far. So. Yeah.
0: So, spoiler alert, everyone was going to survive the crash landing. Who you survived it with and how you survived is the question. So you are surviving the crash landing, but you are under the control and order of Captain Weros. At this point. Right. Um, Wait, many... what if
1: we had kept fighting him?
0: We oh, would have died. died. Yeah, you could have died. Okay. Um, the, no matter what you did to the boat, it was coming to the island. The fact that you made all the repairs meant you, none of you died crashing. Um because if you didn't repair one of the two things, then the boat has less hit points and it has increased DC on its saving throws. So you reduce the saving throws that the boat had to make to a five in order to to not, and I rolled a one on the first one, (laughs) and then I rolled like a a 10 and a 20 on the next two, so everything worked out. Um, But yeah, the boat would have been utterly annihilated on a natural one without any of the repairs. It would have just shattered in the sky. You all would have been thrown... And mm. none of you would have landed together. Mm. Oh my goodness mm. a couple of ways that could have played out.
8: Cool, interesting, you
0: guys you good. At the point where you left it last week, you had to truce with waros, like there was no other outcome without killing you. Everything's good. Cool,
2: oh. awesome. And we're doing, Is it next Monday?
0: So... I think we're good that day. Yeah, next Monday we're good. It's the Monday after we're all at the beach. We have to figure out. And Jeremy, you're out one week, right? Is it I'm next gonna week? Be,
2: yeah, I'm going to be out of town next week. I mean, I really hate to mess it. I'll just have to see how things go, if I can do or not. Maybe I'll, okay. maybe I'll do it
0: later. There will not be a lot of map play next week. Um, outside of the exploration tiles, which is just whether it's forest or water, to kind of tiles. And so if it's something that you don't, like if you can't roll 20, but you can dial into a chat, okay. you could probably play from, you could probably get, you know, 80-90% of the campaign next week without okay. seeing the roll 20 maps. Depending on, obviously, if there's conflict that arises when the D20 rolls every day. So Or
2: conflict will create
0: <laughs> the with you create within your own party. Sure. <laughs> Keep in mind, Veros yeah. is still wearing the vest. Hmm.
8: That in theory could explode the ship. <laughs>
0: mm, yep. Hmm. I should
3: Jeez, probably, probably go. A- I'm sharing a room with Aunt Sharon, and it's pretty late.
6: All right,
0: guys. Good session. Good night, night, everyone. everyone. Thanks all.
6: Good night. And see you all later.